death. Oh no, is that what we're talking about today? That is what we're talking about today. Deep, dark, the only inevitability in life. Well, bad taxes. That's true. Um, yeah, so what is your first experience of it? Um, wow. I'll start off by saying that I've never had a close family member die, like close to me. I've never experienced, I've had uh, great aunts and uncles and stuff that have died, but I was never really close to. So that part of death, I'm still yet to experience. Mm -hmm. But I've had pets die, I've had a dog, a dog die, honey, I've had a cat die, Cassie, and I've had a hamster die and a couple of goldfish that lived for a day and died horrifically. Gotcha. <laughs> no, they, they just, I don't know what happened. <laughs> One day they were there, the next day gone. I think we called them uh, Scooby and Scrappy or something. Really? Something like that. Um, first experience with death though, uh, well, that was probably it. I, mean, I guess so. Yeah, animal. animals and stuff. Really. It would be yeah. animals, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. you go so fond of them, and I mean, let's preface this for saying death is never an, an easy thing. No, but also a lot of the times it's it's a good thing because it's better for people to die than carry on suffering. Yeah, if they are suffering, you know. Yeah, I think the worst death is when you, it's unpredictable, you don't expect it to happen yeah, and yeah. it just happens and it's quite yeah. a shock. I mean death's always a shock. What was your first experience of it? Um, it was, yeah, it was probably probably pets but I think one of the biggest um, times where it didn't really, I didn't really acknowledge it at the time. But like it was a few years later where I was like, wow, that was a really close call. Was when my mum had a brain tumor. Of course. Um, and like she came like really close to just like not being here anymore. Yeah, that's crazy um, to think. And like now, like after a few years after it, and like when I could comprehend the size of the tumor that was in her head, like. She, she shouldn't be here anymore mm. so it was yeah it was it was that when I was like wow so like <laughs> it's funny because after that after realising that she could have gone like that was when it kind of flipped from like oh your mum's so embarrassing or whatever like I didn't give a shit about any of that no, no it no. was like I don't like my mum can kiss me in front of all my friends at school I didn't give a shit yeah. like she's still here She's the strongest happy. woman. Yeah, know, exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. So, like, um, yeah, and then after, just to go back just one yeah. sec, I, I obviously remember your mom when she was going through the brain tumor, mm. and I think even for me at that age, like, it's hard for me to perceive what was actually happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just knew your mom was ill for some reason, but I didn't really understand the full gist of what yeah. it was or anything like that, or yeah, yeah. how life-threatening it was. No, neither did I. I never thought that death was a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it didn't like as a kid. It didn't even cross cross my mind, really. No, not at all. Um, I can't. I can't remember how how old Evan was. Maybe like seven, eight, maybe. Yeah, definitely primary school time. But yeah, I just don't remember exactly when. But then after that, when it when it really hit me, hit well, it hit me like a few years after that. Cause my my granddad passed away. Mm. Um, so that was like another time I kind of felt it more um, but then it's, it sounds bad but the one the first time it kind of I really felt like the proper heartache was when my cat of like 10 years had to get put down and it was like three days before Christmas um, and yeah it just it just killed me man because mm. it's pumpkin yeah yeah because yeah. he was like my best mate um yeah, it just it absolutely crushed me. Mm. It was such a strong emotion that I'd never felt before. That you just don't know how to. It like it's it's mad when you get proper emotion. It literally just takes your breath away. Yeah. Um, it hurts. It, yeah, it just it hurts like nothing else. 
Um, and yeah, I just remember just, just sobbing and crying for fucking days. It was horrible, man. It's because it's, you, you're adjusting to life without them. You yeah. know that they're never going to return. Yeah. Like they're completely gone now for the rest of the remainder of your life. Because mm. your life is so much longer than theirs. Yeah, yeah. It's difficult because even with my cats now, like, I don't want, if, if I, if they, when, when they go, I don't want any other cats, you know. I mean, I know that will change probably in the future. I'll want other pets yeah, and stuff, yeah. but it's hard to imagine that, like, oh, I've got the best cats now. Like, yeah. Why would I want anything else? No, exactly. Um, I remember Pumpkin dying, and I remember that being really traumatic for you. And I do remember your granddad dying as well. Because yeah. I remember we were walking back from high school or something, okay. and I think your sister was in front and she was in tears or something. Yeah. And then that's how you found I'm sure if that's how you found out. But, I can't even remember. Um, but yeah, that, I guess that was one of my first experiences with death as well, really. Because like that was when I knew that as an actual human had died as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, I mean, as we've gotten older, mm. death is a bit more of a, a known thing. Like mm. we've known people that have probably died, whether or not we've known them really close. Yeah. I'd say. Um, I haven't had anyone in my like close circle of friends or family that have really died or anything. Um, my grandma's sister, uh, Pauline, her husband died a few years back, mm. and that ruined her. Yeah. And um, but I hadn't seen him for like ten years. Yeah. Saw him a lot when we were kids and stuff. We'd always go around their house, but as he was getting iller and just older in general, he started stop stopped going out as much and we just never saw him so I didn't have a connection with him yeah, yeah. I had no emotional attachment to him when he passed yeah and um, it sounds a bit cold but like I'm, I don't cry that often right. um, I keep my emotions inside type of thing mm -hmm. so like it's difficult for me I don't know how I'm gonna react once a close family member does die which I'm incredibly thankful that I've got both my grandparents still yeah. Um, all my grandparents and uh, I know obviously their time is numbered yeah. but I think what would crush me more than, than dying because I don't see death as an, uh, an immensely sad thing I see it as they've lived a great life you know it's time yeah. for them to go but um, it'll be seeing the reactions of my parents mm. when their parents die and yeah. that was what will affect me I assume yeah I think because my nan is quite badly got dementia and she's mm. in a home um, and I think that's been a lot harder for me to, to deal with than if she had died several years ago because it's just been such a long drawn out thing where it's, it's kind of like watching somebody drift away in like slow motion sure. instead of just one day they're here and the next day they're gone. Yeah. It's like you just slowly watch their their mind, their memories, their understanding of what life is just just completely disintegrate. Yeah, that's and not easy. For for me, um, I can kind of look at it from a point where I can say, She's just got a disease, um, and I'm thankful for the years that I have with her. Um but unfortunately this disease has taken over her now um, and she's not really there anymore. Yeah. But for my mum, even though obviously she can look at it from that point of view as well, because it's her mum, like all you're gonna see is like, that's my mum, regardless of whatever has taken control of her mind. So that's, yeah, like you said, that's, probably the hardest thing is watching what that does to like your parents definitely because it's just it's just the hardest at the thing. end of the day they're still your parents you know like, well, exactly. do anything for them and like I guess in a way you've already lost your grandma to a certain degree oh yeah so I mean like we said earlier death won't be it's never easy no. but you kind of I guess you kind of prepared for it more so yeah. rather than it being just completely out of the blue mm. yeah and I think with grandparents like you said when when they get to a good age they have lived 
a good life. Yeah. When, when you get to like your 70s, 80s, you've lived 80 years, which is kind of the standard for, for human beings in, in our country anyway. So I, I can't see that as like a sad time to die. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, any time isn't really nice to, to leave this world, but if you're ever going to, you got to think about all the people who haven't even reached half of that. I know. I haven't died. So, yeah, and like, for me, I, when I was dealing with my cat passing away, I, I came across this video of uh, a young kid, actually, um, and it was, I think his parents asked him, I don't know how true this is, but um, his parents asked him, because his cat just died or his dog just died or something and his parents said oh why, why aren't you sad like Tommy or whatever um, and his response was like let's think about it now it probably isn't true but his response was um, animals when they when animals come to this earth they already know how to love so they don't need to stay on the earth as long as humans do whereas humans have to learn how to love and animals teach them so if you kind of understand that like dogs and cats and pets and stuff like that whenever they're with you they already know how to love and that's all they're giving towards you mm. so they don't need to stay on the earth as long so that kind of made me be like well that's okay in a way yeah well I can kind of accept that in a way they give you everything they can while they're yeah. here yeah um, yeah man like um, sorry I just completely lost my train of thought there. Uh, <laughs> this topic's making me hella sad <laughs> I've done a cry after this um, yeah another time when I'm thinking about my childhood like, there were a lot of times where like the most important people in my life came very close to to death if I think mm -hmm. about it um you like? Well, my dad, like when I was, oh, I think it must have been like 13, 14, maybe, maybe 15. I remember um, playing football for school after school. Um, and I remember, it was really weird, I, I got a very clear vision of it in my head of coming off at half time or something, um, and my like my mum had been there watching me play and then my dad was he normally came and just kind of stood on his own but I remember he was stood next to my mum um, and I kind of went up to him and just so you know when you can feel something's just off um, and yeah and he kind of he hugged me and like he was crying and like he gave me such a massive hug and like my dad never cried mm. um so I was like, that's really strange. And like, I asked my mum later on. Um, and a couple hours prior to that, my mum and dad had had like this massive argument. Uh, my dad had um, got in the car, basically like absolutely bombed it off and then like rolled his car like, oh. down the street. Shit. Um, absolutely totaling the car. Uh, and somehow, I don't know how he managed to get to the school, but he, obviously wanted to come and watch me play but like that was like straight after that so I was like that's fucking crazy mm. and then sure. so mum's had a brain tumour dad's nearly fucking totaled himself in a car crash and then a few years after that I remember being sat in McDonald's I think this was around college time sat in McDonald's. I don't know how much of this you actually know. I don't think we've talked about it that much because we weren't as tight through no, college yeah, time. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was sat in McDonald's with a few few people um, and all of a sudden I just remember seeing my dad just randomly walk into McDonald's and just say, it's Charlotte, we've got to go. And I'm like, okay. Um, so we walk out. He's like, oh, Charlotte's in hospital. I'm like, all right, like, what, what's wrong with her? And then he just said, oh, they think it's cancer. Okay, shit. And I was like, 
what? I need more information. <laughs> Mate, like, I was, I was so confused. Um, so, like, we drive to the hospital, um, and it was, like, it was such a spin-out kind of few days, because basically, my sister had been feeling ill or whatever, and she'd gone into hospital, um, and the doctors basically diagnosed her with a very, with, um, what was it, um, I think it was Hodgkin's lymphoma. lymphoma. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Um, so, which is like cancer of something, I don't know where it is, but, um, so yeah, there was like mass panic between my, my whole family, mum was just in tears, <laughs> um, and then my sister had to have like a bone marrow transplant and all this shit to kind I of like... I think I vaguely remember hearing about this. Mate, you, got, you probably, you might have done. Um, and yeah, she had like bone marrow, which apparently was the most painful thing like you can ever experience or something, worse oh, than childbirth or something. Really? Um, and yeah, like apparently like she was screaming, my dad like kicked off with the nurses and doctors like, well, I'll give her some painkillers and... It was just such a crazy... Like, I just remember going outside the hospital and just going for a cigarette and being like, what is happening? Um, and then, like... I feel stressed knowing about it. Mate, like, literally. <laughs> I was like, my sister's got cancer. This is crazy. And apparently, like, I was the only one that my sister really wanted to see. And she was sad that she wasn't going to, like, see me grow up. It was fucking oh mad. Oh, my God, mate. man. Shit. And then... Um, and then, at the end of, like, the few days, it turned out that she didn't have Hodgkin's lymphoma. She had a very rare um, condition or something called, uh, I think it was Kikuchi's disease or something. That sounds made up. <laughs> I know, I know, mate. Um, yeah, and then she well, was she was absolutely fine after like a few weeks or something. Thankfully, it wasn't Hodgkin's lymphoma. But no, exactly, yeah. man. But like, and th- those were my three experiences with. Like the people Jeez, who I love yeah, the, the closest family members. Yeah, like, yeah. Jeez, yeah, I've never experienced that really. That's crazy. It's fucked and like, you're next. Oh, <laughs> I know. I touch wood, you're not, mate. I know. Yeah. But for so long, I didn't, I didn't talk about it with anybody. No shit. No, I didn't. I didn't know it to that degree. I don't think. I don't know even know if I knew it at all, to be honest. Oh. But <laughs> apparently, when when my sister got the all clear. My mum, I'm pretty sure I was there actually. My mum went home, picked up like a bottle of straight vodka and just started chugging it. Yeah. Cause she was just so relieved. Apparently my mum was like sick every single day while oh, my really? sister. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it takes it out as a parent. Like, yeah, man. You can't be, you never want to, as a parent, you don't want your kid to die before you. Or anything. No, That'd be that's such like a brutal thing. Yeah, man. Uh, death can be cruel. It can be proper cruel. Yeah. It can just take people for the sake of it, you know. Well, exactly. Like, it's much better to die old and well lived mm. than young and um, with still so much to achieve, you know. Well, exactly. Like, yeah. There's still a lot of people these days that um, are obviously committing suicide or uh, are dying from any type of issue or anything. Mental and health's a massive. Mental health, right? especially these days, you know. We'll like, have to do a podcast on mental health. Yeah, man. Yeah, that'd be deep. Maybe I that mean, could be the next one. Everyone's had their spats with mental health to a certain degree, but some people just lose their battle with it completely, yeah. and uh, it envelops their lives. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, what should we go on to next? Do you want to talk about how how death is portrayed now? Like, yeah, because I, I think so. death is seen as I don't know. It, it, we glorify death to a certain degree because when someone famous dies, like uh, Sean Connery died recently, mm. and like, that was all on the news and stuff. And yeah. uh, I mean, like my dad was upset, type of thing. But yeah. like, I was like, Are "You really upset?" And he's like, "No, not really," because it's. No. I knew he was ill. I knew it was coming. You exactly. know, like I think the the thing that annoys me is when people just. It's, it sounds bad, but people, it's like people want to just jump on the bandwagon to when somebody dies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you meant so much to me. Like, but, yeah, I never mentioned really? them before. Yeah, yeah. Like, you might have liked a few of their films, but if they actually meant a lot to you, why don't you shout about them when they're still alive? Exactly, yeah. 
like they're not exactly like uh, role models but I think it's also like a type of thing where because uh, we're in our 20s like a lot of the people we like looked up to and appreciated haven't died yet no but for the older generation some of their idols and heroes are beginning yeah, to yeah. die and stuff yeah that's true so to a certain degree like it'd be really upsetting say if um um like if david beckham went or something yeah like david like beckham dying for instance yeah like that would be shocking yeah yeah, yeah. Like, but like oh my god but then it'd be like oh well he was old Exactly. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. inevitable. We kind yeah, of we prepare our whole lives for death. Yeah. Like we wake up. I mean, I remember being a kid and thinking, "Fuck, I'm I'm gonna die one day." And oh, then what God. happens? I know. And I remember staying in bed for ages at night, just trying to think the most what happens. Thought. I I still have that thought sometimes. Mm, sometimes. And yeah. It just, but it's kind of like it's a it's a trap because you start thinking about it and then it's like the further you go along the trap the more freaked out you get yeah and I still get like that sometimes I'll think like oh yeah one day I'm going to die and then and then and then what and then what exactly like but this is what happens I mean the world was fine before we were alive what exactly and it's going to probably carry on well for a bit depending on how the world but goes world. but like our world for our yeah. world we go into eternal slumber. Do we though? I don't know. I don't, literally don't know. I mean, the thing is, what happened before you were born? What like do you remember? No, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Exactly. And I think that's just going to be what will happen when we die. Yeah. You know? I mean, um, there's obviously loads of theories on death and stuff, and there's no actual way we can find out. No. There's no way some people can do a fucking Ouija board or something and yeah. think they're contacting a spirit. Yeah. In my opinion, that's all a bunch of horseshit. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, it's subjective anyway. But it's the people who are scared of death. Who yeah. Are, who, no, obviously. I think everyone's got an innate like, fear of it. But the people but who let them, let it over, like, encompass them. Definitely, it yeah. Stop, it, it stops them from kind of functioning in life. 100%, yeah. You can't completely be terrified of death because what's the point like you're if you don't live I don't know what I'm trying to say here um, you have to cut there's no point um, no point living if all you can think about is dying exactly yeah. that's what I'm trying to say yeah, but if you're so scared of death that it stops you from living then you might as well just die anyway yeah exactly do you know what I mean but also like you were born like we were both born yeah but we could have not been born yeah and also there's probably i mean this number is completely it's infinity i guess well, but there are multiple yeah. people souls whatever you want yeah. to call them that haven't been born they exactly. could be born but they haven't been yeah so where are they there's more of a like, chance of us not being born than actually being born. oh 100 percent. yeah yeah we were just very fortunate to be yeah. Uh, conceived and yeah. and alive today, it's a bit of a deep thought. But like, it's very deep thought, imagine yeah. there's like a a well bunch of, of souls, yeah. and we just got picked out by a mystery. One in a million, in a billion. Or exactly. Whatever. Yeah. It's hard to even conceive of what the number is, or if it is a number. Mm. It's not even a number. I think don't even think you can put it into numbers well, and math. And it's. Um, we're very fortunate to be uh, born, and yeah, I mean, this is difficult to keep on the roll for this it is conversation because there is so much to talk about in yeah. regards to death. I think um, going back to whole like idols and stuff dying, there has been. I mean, there's the number twenty-seven where like Jimi Hendrix, Amy Winehouse, yeah. Kurt Cobain, they all died, like yeah. uh, Jim Morrison and stuff, and then like Tupac and Biggie died. Before, they were younger than we are now, yeah. which is crazy to think. Um, but like, I remember one of the deaths that affected me the most, and it always we were always bringing it back to Fast and Furious. <laughs> but was uh, Paul Walker yeah. from Fast and Furious? Because like, I remember hearing about. I remember waking up one morning, and my parents told me. I was like, no, that's not possible. Yeah. Like, he's in the Fast and Furious films. Like, how can he mm. die? 
and uh, sure enough, yeah, he died and had a horrific death in like a car crash and yeah. was, uh, well, yeah, it was just it was just a horrible thing. And I remember just being yeah. really upset about it. Mm. And like, I mean, I, I, I like the Fast and Furious films. I don't love them at all, really. But yeah. it was just like quite shocking to see like um, who is perceived as such a good character just die like that. Mm. Um, it's, yeah, it's weird to when somebody from a show or a film actually dies in real life yeah and then they kill them off in the show or the film because it's kind of like because I think that's what made it even stronger because they made the song for the end of the film where they said that he died do you yeah, know what I mean like yeah. the, or was it Charlie Creef or whatever yeah and Wiz Khalifa um, yeah and that just like whenever anybody hears that they think of Paul Walker definitely um and f- for me, um, I don't know if you watched this when you like when you were younger, but Glee um, never watched it. It was like a, it was a big show for me because I I watched it when I was younger with my sister, mm. um, and then I've, I've rewatched it a couple times since. And just the message that it gives, um, and like I've always been a massive fan of like musicals and stuff. Um, and yeah, when. Corey Monteith, one of the the main guys, probably the the main character of the show, mm. when he killed himself. Oh, he killed himself, didn't he? Yeah, he killed himself. Um, and then they had a whole episode, um, pretty much dedicated to him, where they didn't even say how he died. It was just kind of one of those things where all of the the Glee Club got together, um, and they just. It was like he died in the show as well, but they just sung songs about him. And I think did he did his character actually die in the show then or no? Well, they just like wrote him out of it. They somehow. wrote him out of it, yeah. Which I think is such a better way to do it. Yeah, it's, it's horrible when they're like, if someone dies and then they just say, oh, he's yeah, exactly. He's yeah. gone to another planet. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like no, there yeah, needs to be. It's a tasteful to, way to yeah, do exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. But like, I think when it's when the music involved and you kind of you trap a moment with music it just has so much more power mm-hmm. um, and even I think so there's something about that show for for people who feel like they're different um, because it tackles so many different different elements of, of life and not fitting in and being different and unique and for anybody who loved that show as a kid you really connected on a deeper level with the characters. So when he died, it, it kind of it hit in a different way. Mm. And then more recently, when another character in the show, um, Naya Riviera... She the one that was on the boat or something? Yeah. Son, yeah. She passed away, and that was... That also hit very deep, because it was mm. like, my fuck, man. Like two characters from the same show have actually died in real life and they weren't much older than yeah. than I was. So. And you didn't know them on a personal level. No. But, but you knew them as their characters. And you felt like you knew them yeah, in a yeah. way. I mean, in so, a way, they are those characters. Yeah. So, like, there's... I mean, I, I don't know much about Glee, but say if there was ever to be a reunion, they're yeah. not going to be a part of it now. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Carrie Fisher comes to mind as well, who mm. obviously... Princess Leia back in the day, and she, I think she had a bit of a troubled um, history with alcohol and substances, and uh, she came back to do the sequel films for Disney. And in the first film, she kind of didn't look great, but in the second film, The Last Jedi, which I'm not going to talk about here because I had some strong feelings against that film, um, but she was great in it. Yeah. She was really great in it, and they actually honour her quite a lot in that film because she f- filmed it all. Yeah. and then died unfortunately but um, some of the shots of her are just incredible she's wearing like these beautiful gowns and she's like looking onto the horizon it's like it's almost a send off to her without like tribute, them even yeah. realising it yeah. um, another one that comes to mind is Heath Ledger for The yeah. Dark Knight yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah I was watching like an analysis on it the other day and it's just like it's so sad to know that he never got to see the success yeah. of the Dark Knight, or the, the success of him mm. in the film yeah. because he um, 
died, unfortunately. Do you think that... Because obviously people say that he just got far too into the character of the Joker mm-hmm. and he just couldn't get out and that's the reason that he he kind of he killed himself. Do you think that is... No, I don't think that's true. No, I think, think was... he was pretty deep into the character, probably yeah. in a, a bit of a dark place. But I think there was... There was just because it was prescription medication or something that he was taking, and he probably just got dependent on it. You know, he had a he had a daughter, I'm pretty sure, and yeah. a girlfriend or whatever. And yeah, I mean, people do get deep into the characters, but um, he was so fucking good in that film. He I mean, it is yeah. it's a Joker film just as much as it is a Batman film. Yeah, and I don't know if there can ever be another Joker that can surpass him because yeah. he just. There's such an eerie quality to him, and like, I just I, I want to rewatch the Dark Knight again because I've seen it loads of times yeah. now. But like, his performance is great. I love his introduction. Yeah. Um, uh, I like I like when he's got all the mob gangsters lined up, and yeah. one of them goes, "You're a freak," and he goes, "I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Like just, it hurts. Like it's hurt him yeah, that he yeah, said yeah. that, and it's. I think, obviously, like Joaquin Phoenix did an incredible job with his Joker, but. There was Great something... job, shit film. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, another topic. I know, I know. Um, yeah, but like with Heath, Heath Ledger's, it was just obviously we don't want to touch on this too much, but he just did something so new and created a character like no other. Like some people say, oh, Jack Nich- Nicholson was was the original Joker, and but. Not my Joker. You can't touch Ledger's Joker. No way. At all. Like I would love to see the behind the scenes or some sort of like Exactly. Just see the takes. Yeah. Like I'd love to see what that was like. No. Um Michael J. White, I think, he was the guy that played Spawn yeah. in one of the films time ago and he was in The Dark Knight. And I think I remember watching a podcast with him on where he was talking about his experience working with Ledger. And he said, like, Ledger was, he was in character for most of the time, but he was just such a friendly guy, mm. still as the Joker and stuff. So he wasn't completely. Well, I um, heard he'd, like, skateboard around the set and stuff like this. Yeah, that's pretty pretty true, sure. yeah. There's a photo that's him on a skateboard, but it's photoshopped. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I know that one's photoshopped. No, I think I've heard that, but I know that that image is photoshopped because really? it's him jumping up. It's like a promotional image of oh, Batman. Right. Put and somebody skateboard. put a skateboard on it. Oh, right. Um, Michael, I mean, like, Say what you will about Michael Jackson, but his death was like a cultural thing as well. Yeah, that like that was a ripple effect through yeah. the whole world. That was, and like I mean, we're still seeing some of the repercussions of his death. Yeah, to a certain degree, but he was, um, I guess, he was the king of pop, wasn't he? So like he was massive. He had such a massive reach and Prince as well. Yeah, like. I've I've never really been big into Prince, but I yeah. can see his like um, his influence. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's um, let's go into mm. what do you think happens when we die? Because we've touched on it a little bit, where we think maybe it's infinite darkness or yeah, I don't know, heaven and hell thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're ingrained from a young age to learn about heaven and hell. Do good things, you go to heaven. Do bad things, you go to hell. Well, that's yeah, that that is like it's not even like it's a po- one possibility. Mm. When we're kids, heaven and hell is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's happening. You're going to yeah, go there regardless of if you you go to a catholic school or if you don't go to a catholic school. Yeah. Like that's just a thing and like it's easy to wrap your head around it is yeah like there's a good place and a bad place yeah. and like if you do bad things you go to the bad place yeah good thing, it's which, a good rule to live your life so like if you yeah. live good your whole life where well, you're going to the good place so you've done good yeah if yeah. you live like a absolute mug all your life yeah. you go to the bad place um we watch shows and stuff that have had heaven and hell in regardless yeah. if they're a christianity show or yeah. whatever um yeah i mean I don't necessarily believe that. I think, I think, there's more. I mean, religion's a topic for another day. Let's yeah, just say that. Yeah, we won't go too far into that. And uh, science is probably the more likely uh, thing to follow in regards to death. Well, I don't know because I know we can say obviously science is the the thing that we can trust more, but. Mm. 
like you said earlier, no one knows what happens. No, no one knows. And I mean, so, like, science can't explain they can't what explain. consciousness is or anything like that, no. really. Um, so what really we can kind of trust in is, is our own imaginations at the end of the day. What we hope it's like. That I think that is essentially what it is. I think when you die, you perceive what you want. So, like, I think when I can't remember, I've read this somewhere, but when you die, there's like a you have like a there's a bit of dopamine stored in your brain. Yeah. So when you die, that releases apparently, and you basically hallucinate a little bit. And I think when you when you're dying, you know you're going to die. So you begin to try and think back on the past and your memory starts to make you hallucinate and see uh, things. So I think that may be a slight perception of heaven or hell, depending on what okay. type of life you've lived. So if you've lived a good life, you might see all these good things as memories. Yeah. If you've lived a bad life, you see all these bad things. And then you think that you're in heaven and hell. And then because you're dying as you're tripping, essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like it lasts forever. Really? Something like that. Yeah, that's. A, I think that's a theory. Well, you were yes. saying, I think last week about the. I'm pretty sure it was you. When the last person who knew you dies, that's when you really die. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Last person who has a memory of you dies. That's yeah. when your spirit dies or something. It's true in a way, because like yeah. no one remembers you then. Um, I mean, I don't think our spirits are going to continue to walk the earth because. I'd hate to think some of my like relatives have been in the room as I've done some <laughs> fucked up shit. I'd love that though. I'd love. It would make me feel unsettled, mate. I would just. I don't know. Yeah, but I'd love to just kind of come back as. Like, I, I don't know if you've watched. Have you seen any any of the Good Place? No, I think I tried to watch it, but I just never stayed with it. it is Are you talking about reincarnation or something? No, it were, no, it's more about like heaven and hell. Yeah, how there's like a good place and a bad place um, and yeah how in the good place you just get all of the things that you ever wanted and all that kind of stuff mm. um, I'd like the idea of maybe coming back as a spirit or a ghost and not scaring people but just just having the freedom to literally do whatever you want and go but would you, you want, want an eternity of that you know like well I don't know because if it's like if you don't have to worry about the responsibilities of life or even getting tired or mm. um, having but to work that's a what, job. that's what living is though man you know like, no, that's all part of it but that's what I'm saying if you if you don't have any of the negatives of living you need the negatives why though you need it why you need stress and all these bad no, things why? in your life because then it makes the good things even more better it makes them more important if it's just too much of a good thing mate I hear you, I hear you. Yeah. Um, I watched a great film a while ago called Ghost Story. I don't know if you've watched it. Um, it's with Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. And, and basically he... I'm about to spoil the whole film, whoever's watching this. <laughs> so uh, just, cause, just for the sake of yeah, the yeah. Uh, conversation. He basically dies. Okay. And he gets... He comes back as a ghost, a really like stupid looking ghost with like a bed sheet over him and two eye holes. Okay, is it a comedy? No, it's not a comedy, it's like a serious art house film. Oh, shit. And like he basically just like, he goes, walks back to his apartment and like sees her struggling with his death and he just yeah. stays there. He can't contact her or anything, he just like stays in the yeah, room with her. And then basically, time just starts going on and you see her moving on and he's just staying there, just like watching her. And then basically, like, it ends up the world just starts moving forward. And, he, like, basically he's in the future and he's just still a ghost. Yeah. And he just still walks the earth and stuff. And it's a great film, but it's... Uh, I, okay, in that, yeah. In that way, I can see how it would be, would be weak. If you because were then like, the people you... Uh, like, say, the people you... You left behind. Yeah, they die. And then there's no one that you knew. And then you're just walking the earth... But that would only be it would only be shit if you were like a like one of a kind. Kind of. I guess thing. so. Yeah. If yeah. it was like the norm and like everybody. I think there is a point in the film where he sees another one, another person with a bed yeah. sheet over them, really? and they like kind of wave at each other, <laughs> and that's it. Like. Um, yeah. See, that would be quite sick if. But then I don't know if it would because. 
Uh, yeah, I think the idea of maybe dying and then not being able to communicate with your loved ones, but still being in the same room and then not knowing that you're there, mm-hmm. that would be a very frustrating thing. Yeah, it'd be almost better just to let it go. Just yeah. let. I mean, we always have to let things go. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just mentioned earlier to you earlier about the Bardo, which is like. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never read the Tibetan Book of the Dead, but I've like listened to like videos and stuff and yeah. some podcasts about some like philosophers and whatnot, just to make me sound fucking smart. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, it's like a place that it's adopted in loads of like t- uh, films and shows, and uh, it's basically like a place that when you die, you get sent back to a place where you have to make amends and stuff, okay. and you don't necessarily know you're dead you think you're still alive um, and then once you do something to reawaken or make you realize you are dead and you do something good that's when you can move forward um, they adopted it quite a lot in lost really? series yeah at the end like there's um, the thing with lost is there's like flashbacks and then they have flash forwards yeah. and then they have flash sideways and then um, how's the flash sideways work Wow, it's like a um, joys tell you. I'm not sure if you'd ever watch I'm Lost. Probably not gonna watch it. No, well, I'm about to spoil Lost as well. Because, <laughs> uh, basically, like in the final season, you see a reality where the plane never crashes on the island. Oh, okay. So it's like an alternate, alternate universe okay. type thing. But you think it's an alternate universe, but then you realise it's actually the afterlife. So all the characters that you're seeing in this sideways are dead. They've died at different points in their lives. Some when they're really old, some when they're young. Okay. And they all they all meet up. They don't know they're dead, but then when they start like seeing each other, because they have such a profound connection to each other, they start remembering their, their previous life, uh, and that's when they're able to move on eventually. When they all realize right. Jack, the main character, he finally realizes that he's dead, is when uh, they all get to move on, basically. So it's an, it's quite, I mean, there's a lot of problems with Lost, and especially its ending, but that was a part I quite liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like yeah. the idea of like the Day of the Dead as well, like the, the um, Mexican, festival. Mexican festival. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because you just honour the dead. Yeah. Like, Have you I seen mean, the they, film Coco? No, I need to watch oh, that. Man, it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, it really I've heard is it's brilliant. It's a yeah. very like visually pleasing film. There's actually and a film just, coming up called Soul. Have you seen that? No. I think so. Oh shit, you need to see it. It's um, like a jazz musician played by Jamie Foxx. Really? And he dies. And I think he gets put, he's like a spirit, and then he has to. I don't know what it's about, but it sounds like exactly what we're talking <laughs> about. It looks good though. It looks yeah, really it looks good. Well. Pixar film. Okay. Yeah, it's worth checking the trailer after this, people. So I've got one question before we wrap it up. Oh shit, how long have we been going? Oh, we've been going 46 minutes, mate. Yeah. Jeez, we've been doing not too shabby. Waffled for 46 minutes, man. Shit, sir. Um, yeah, would you rather be appreciated in your life, but forgotten in your death, or not appreciated in life, but never forgotten? Sorry, what was the second part? Not appreciated in life. Yeah, but... So basically, like, the idea of doing or like it's difficult to explain so um, having like a loving family people who love you but after you die you're not really remembered that much apart from the people who love you but, mm. or not necessarily being loved in your life but you leave a massive legacy and people so kind of like do you know about um, Van Gogh Mm. how nobody appreciated his artwork when he was actually making it at the sure. time but then when he died his artwork became just like the most incredible thing in the world yeah absolutely so it's like it's that idea um fuck the legacy <laughs> I'm I I only know how to be appreciated in life mm. um I mean, we're never going to be able to, we don't know yet, but likelihood is we're not going to be able to perceive what we leave behind. Um, 
I would much rather go on living this way where I'm surrounded by love and affection mm. rather than people not showing it to me yeah. and then I don't nest I think I think we discussed this before but I would I would like to leave something behind yeah what would you what would, what would you say do you reckon yeah no I think I would um there's no reason why you can't have both no it's true yeah um yeah I I just don't like the idea like I was talking about it last night with Paloma and the idea of asking people that uh question of um would you prefer to be remembered when you die um I don't know what I'm trying to say here let me start again no worries um yeah, I don't. Th- there's, I feel like we can just have both. To be honest, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would. I would like to have both. You know. I mean, there's a lot of people that we idolise still that are dead and they've been dead for years. You know, right, exactly, like. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of famous speakers. There's a lot of um, people that have done some incredible things in their lives, and we're appreciated. But they've they've left such an effect on the world. Um, I would love to leave an effect on the world. Yeah, definitely. Like you know, change the world in in a slight way yeah. for the better yeah, yeah. would be a great achievement. And that's why I want to start some kind of foundation, something that can kind of live on after me. Definitely, yeah. Um, just so you know that your efforts will will go on. Yeah, because like you're not just gonna shit out yeah, something yeah. and then it's done. Like, well, well, I think. The idea of not just that's a bad way to put it. No, but I know what you're saying. It's like too many people are born; they just take, 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 and then die. Yeah. And they've they've given birth to other human beings who are just there to take, 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 and it it's like for every for every like fifty people or whatever, there's one person who actually gives back. Whereas I want to be person who gives back and I want to like have kids who give back and kind of convince more people to give back because as a creative you're already doing that to a certain degree yeah because people are watching what you make and it's affecting them Mm. so you are giving them something without even realizing sometimes you might give them something that means more to them than you know yeah Um, I mean like yeah, as we both enjoy films and media and whatnot, books and whatever, like having something like that and being like, I really enjoyed that. Mm. I really, really love that. And then that's all it is. Yeah. But you made someone else happier. Yeah. Just from doing that. Yeah. Starting a foundation and making someone's life better is infinitely better, obviously. Mm. But they're not too dissimilar. No, I hear what you're saying. I just think there are a lot of... Um, inherently selfish people in this world 100% um, and I still really don't want to be one of those people I wouldn't wish de- death upon anyone no like but sometimes it's not people don't deserve to live yeah as well because they they don't make the most of so you so for instance you look at like Donald Trump and then you look at Tupac why couldn't Tupac have <laughs> the life that Donald Trump is living why couldn't he have the years that he has spent because Tupac would have done so much more with it mm. so it's like yeah I know what you see I, I don't wish death on anybody but there but are Tupac's legacy I mean we don't know what Tupac would have done in his life true but his legacy has lived on yeah no matter what regardless and um, it's hard to know I mean I'm not going to talk about um, DT you could say his name. I'm not, not saying his name, mate. He's not Voldemort. <laughs> Fucking good. Me, Hopefully, he's not going to be the president for too much longer. Oh, God, man. Yeah, I don't wish death upon anyone. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Just certain people, you know. Well, I think we can end it there and wrap it up. Yeah, I, I think, think it's been a, it's uh, been a good one. It's a little bit harder to talk about today. No, it is, mate. I mean, death's such a it's a tricky t- subject. It's a tricky subject because, like, it's not something you discuss with people no. regularly. No, no, no. Like this, this type of thing you discuss when 
after a night out and you're all just chilling or something yeah. and you're like oh, let's talk about the universe yeah, let's yeah. talk about death and I mean we we recorded uh, an episode previously about near death experiences and stuff that's true yeah. and uh, it would have been nice to include that in this one but I yeah. think we would we'll likely touch upon that again in the future and I think we should think about doing mental health for the next one because yeah it's it's a massive thing at the moment and something especially in men which has got even bigger mm. over the last few years yeah mental health is a, it's a difficult subject to tackle but yeah, I think we could do it as well and um, yeah I mean just to end it really like if um, if you've had anyone close to you that's died then it's I think it's always difficult to begin with but once time goes on and you begin to reflect we're all the same we're all gonna die yeah no one's but getting it's not out of, yeah no one's getting out of this alive no um, you just um, it's just more of a point that you need to appreciate every second that you have on this earth and stop wasting your time worrying about stupid shit mm. it's I'm I'm we're both very fortunate to be alive together at this period in time yeah, yeah. with everyone with everyone that we're friends with we're so lucky that we're alive at the same time mm. and we've we've got a life ahead of us knock on wood for all our health and stuff but um, hopefully we can go on living together for a, a long time and enjoy the times you know yeah well, yeah. If you've uh, if you've made it to the end of this podcast and you've even w- listened to the other two episodes, you're a nutter. Yeah, yeah, you are our biggest fan, and I love you dearly. Um, yeah, please write in to flatwhiteblackcoffee at gmail if you have any uh, ideas for uh, the next episode, or or if you want to just chat. stop making podcasts. Like, yeah, if you really don't like this, then please let us know. Yeah, because. We might stop, but we won't. We won't, but it'll be nice yeah. to, to listen to your email. Um, One day this podcast will die. A little bit of fun ride, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, until next time. Until next time, mate. Take care. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.